0: The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers, On the Road Again, featuring actor, author, playwright, and political commentator, Jordan Rhodes, on Talk 94.5. On the
1: Road Again. Oh, yes. And joining us live on the air is Jordan Rhodes, very patient man. I'm so sorry, Jordan, but we had this interview with uh, Dick Morris, and he had so much to, information to share with us. Did you catch any of it?
0: He sure did. Yes, I did. And, Liz, I'll forgive you anything, so it's no problem at all. <laughs>
1: Okay, that's good, that's good. So Jordan,
0: and, 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 and you too, Nick. <laughs> hey,
1: don't be lumping me in with her misgivings. So, Jordan, I don't know if you want to comment on anything he had said or, you know, move on to what is the news of the day that's getting you, but um, love to hear what you had to think.
0: Well, uh, first of all, I'm a little fuzzy today, and I'll explain that in just a minute, but with your permission, last Thursday was your birthday. I hope you had a great birthday. Thank
1: you. Yes, I did
0: and- actually. I would like to uh, I would like to say happy birthday to my daughter Cheyenne because today is her birthday.
1: Fantastic! Happy and, birthday! And she
0: yeah she streams your show. She listens to it every Wednesday, when, certainly when I'm on it. Uh, so happy birthday to my daughter Cheyenne, who's the love of my life, and oh. she's always been an incredibly great young lady. Never had any problems with her whatsoever, and uh, she's she's just a, she's a terrific gal. Works for the uh, American School for the Deaf. Uh, up in Hartford, Connecticut, and does tremendous work up there with the young people. And uh, it's just, just great. So awesome. happy birthday, Pookie. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> the, the reason I'm a little fuzzy, and I'm not going to get into a medical thing here, because I'm not a doctor, uh, as opposed to some of these people that have been giving us all of our, the mm-hmm. liberal predictions uh, who who are not doctors or scientists or anything. But uh, I'm just recovering from my second session of Vertigo.
1: Oh, have, have,
0: I, don't, I don't know if anybody, if you or Nick, I, have ever had vertigo.
1: I've never personally had it, but I've known two people who suffered.
0: Okay. I just want to give a little bit of information uh, to the listeners so they don't panic like I did the first time I had an attack of vertigo. Uh because the first time I had an attack of vertigo I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know if I was having a heart attack, or yeah. a stroke, or anything else because your vision is all things are jumping all around and you 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 just feel crazy. And I did find out, I did the research People should go, of course, to an eye, ear, nose, and throat guy if they mm-hmm. have vertigo. I'm not telling people not to do that and to try to self-medicate, but you can just by simply doing some simple exercises with your head and back off the bed, which your friends have probably told you, Liz, about the same mm-hmm. thing, and, and, and you can get over it pretty, pretty easy, but it's not anything to you know, actually, it's not that dangerous. Obviously, if it were to happen to you while you were driving, or I guess out shopping in the mall, it could be, but but it's not. Anyway, I'm uh, I'm better today. I, I had it, it happened to me again on Sunday, uh, and oh. so today I did my exercises and all that stuff since Sunday to today, so I'm fine. So enough about that. Uh, okay, let's. The first thing I'd like to go on is obviously we're all aware that Steve Bannon was convicted of contempt of Congress just recently, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. That's the first time anyone has been convicted of a contempt of Congress charges since 1948. Hmm. And I found it really interesting that on the same day that that happened to Steve Bannon, that that's when an individual tried to assassinate the representative, the Republican nominee for governor, Lee Zeldin. I'm sure you guys saw that on the news.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. The
0: guy jumped up there and tried to stab him with a knife thing. Here's what's really interesting. On that same day, while Steve Bannon was being convicted and coming out, this guy was released, was arrested, released from jail with no bail, and was just let out of jail in, you know, in no time at all. Yeah. Uh, I, I personally think the January 6th committee is engaged in one of the worst abuses of power in American history that, that we've had with us. Yeah. And it's Absolutely. it's just. Yeah, it, it it's just it's unbelievable, and with everything else that's going on, what you were talking about with your guest, Dick, mm-hmm. is that uh, I think you're absolutely right, Liz, and that we can't we can't take for granted that we're going to have this yeah. Red Samani take place mm-hmm. in November. We any any conservatives out there have to Republicans, we have to all do whatever work we can do to make sure that we can get the House. And the Senate back because if we don't, I don't know what's going to happen to the country. I mean, we've got a situation right now where China is buying up thousands of acres of farmland here in America. Mm -hmm. Have have you guys? I guess you've seen and heard that news. Oh
1: yeah, we've been talking about that. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable, and a lot of this land, these uh, just thousands of acres uh, that they're buying up Mm -hmm. by are a lot of them by military installations. That's just something that just came to light the other day. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I know that Americans, we can't buy any land in China. Right. And obviously, Biden is much more... Concern and, and it's been and going on for th- years
1: and they do it in all countries. And then those countries become indebted to them. But more importantly, the land they're buying here is neighboring uh, drone, military drone areas um, and military bases. So there's a lot of concern or buying up food, uh, farmland. It's, it's a big problem.
0: Yeah, and it's and like nobody's really talking about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, unless you, they're like just here in New York, where we live, unfortunately, it's just uh, two, they're like two papers, the Epoch Times, of course, the Wall Street Journal, so I guess it would be three, and, and the Post are the only places that you can find any of this information. You, you can't get this in information anywhere else, and unless you watch Fox News, you don't get it on that media at all. Uh, and since we're talking about that kind of thing, this this number surprised me the other day. I don't know if, if you and Nick heard this, but right now, it was announced the other day, only 17% of the people, this is everybody, not just conservatives, only 17% of the people now trust the mainstream media. Hmm. 17%! Wow. I mean, it's unbelievable. The New York Times—I read the other day that they're, they've something like they've lost forty-two percent of their readership. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's of course that to me, I think is great because I think New York Times is a complete. But you know what? Anyway. The damage
1: is already done by the media. They've already divided us. They've made us. Yes. You know, they've they've molded everyone into these these pockets of of beliefs. And we don't even know what is true and what is not. We've talked about we talk about this a lot. You know, Um, they make it all cloudy and muddy. And then you don't even know which station is telling the truth anymore. Look at what happened with Fox News. They aired Pence's speech and not um, not Trump's speech. Right. And they had dueling, you know, uh, rally speeches. Um, And and so why did they pick Pence and not Trump? I don't know. They spoke at different times.
0: No, I, I don't know either. I, I would like to make this statement. I really believe, and you guys can let me know how you feel about this if just 50% of the conservatives in this country were as violent as the liberals, we would have a civil war.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because, yeah. you, you know, we, we don't, the conservatives don't do what the liberals do. We don't, uh, you know, all, all of the riots that happened in twenty twenty, all, all, all of that that went on. I mean, it's absolutely unbelievable when you look at the amount of people from the January sixth, uh, which to me was a demonstration, but because they crossed the border and went into the Capitol. Of that many people that have been arrested and been incarcerated without a trial or anything else and are still in jail, and yet you go back to 2020, the summer of 2020, mm-hmm. nobody was arrested, nobody went to jail, yeah. and they burned down buildings and they did all kinds of things. I mean, the separation in the country is just absolutely unbelievable. Well, you have a weaponized
1: uh, Department of Justice. That's That's really what's happening here.
0: Oh, it's unbelievable. Here, here's, and you guys can, you know, tell me what you think about this. This is just something that I believe. I think by certainly late September, sometime in October, I believe that the liberals who are running the White House, that are behind our cardboard cutout Biden president there, I believe they're going to start making some changes to lower gas prices to try and reinstate a lot of uh, President Trump's policies. They're going to make every effort they can to lower inflation a little, whatever they can do to try and maintain their hole on the House and the Senate so that they can try to show the public that, hey, we're making these changes and here's what we're doing. What do you guys think about that? Do you think they will try to do that by October?
1: Yes because um that is probably what they're going to do because a lot of people are you know saying that now they're paying attention because of the gas prices and right now it's going down so it's like people are starting to worry less because it's going trending in the right correct direction um but mm-hmm. as everybody is saying come you know fall winter the prices are going to start going back up again i forgot the reason yep. for it but right after they the they always claim it's the summer and winter blend yeah that's what they claim. Right after the, it's going to happen again. It's going, it has to because that's, yeah, it's it's set up for that.
0: That's exactly what I think they'll do, and I, I I believe it's all part of this master plan. Not to sound like some kind of a you know crazy person here, but that's what I believe. Did did you guys hear Tucker the other night when he was came up with what I think is this great solution? To so I have to laugh at this to solve you know the the liberals uh, the Democratic liberals they all go on always with this lack of diversity like what's coming across the border and you know the, the immigrants the illegals belong here and all of that. And Tucker came up and said he had a complete solution to solve the liberals' lack of diversity in America, and that was he thought that between 250 and 300,000 of these immigrants should be automatically shipped to Aspen. (laughs)
1: That
0: that, that another 250,000 to 300,000 should immediately go to Martha's Vineyard, where again there's about what 90% population is white there. Aspen, and then he felt the other three hundred thousand should go right into Beverly Hills, and and then that way that would solve the diversity problems that the liberals are having, you know, with the conservatives with mm-hmm. us. And so, what do you guys think? You think that would change anything?
1: Oh well, look at what what's what it's done in Washington D.C. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, and and now New York. You know, what uh, your, your mayor there, uh, Eric Adams, is saying night. in every backyard, yes. you better be ready. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah he was on he was on the news just about all day yesterday you know talking about that and of course things here in New York are just crazy and me being on the road again i had i did just return before i got vertigo i did return from connecticut i was up there in connecticut uh meeting with a gentleman up there about uh, who has this wonderful data and stuff about mm-hmm. everything that's going on later on we can talk about that the last thing i'll touch on cuz i know you guys have to get me off here is uh, has anybody kept any track at all on al Gore's predictions of this uh of our green machine that's supposed to take place all our the green energy and everything does anybody remember that in like I think it was two thousand he predicted that if we didn't do something and make these huge changes within sixteen years, uh, there was going to be no ice in uh, <laughs> in, in, in Alaska yeah. there was going to be uh, <laughs> all, well, well i don't know, but I think somebody should tell al. That that time limit is kind of passed.
1: Actually, yeah, we did talk about it earlier this week, and every single of the predictions that they had since the '60s, none of them came true. <laughs> none, Not, including right, none. Al
0: Gore's. And you're right because these disasters have been predicted since the 1960s. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's it's just I don't. It's, it's unbelievable, and I think uh, I just hope to God that uh, we can turn this around. Mm. At least make these uh, in November get some sensible people back in office.
1: Absolutely. Well, we're working hard. And Jordan Rhodes, thank you so much for joining us and bringing all that to light. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.
0: Okay. Thanks a lot, guys.